Let me ask you something. Have you realized that what happens in your mind actually shows up in your reality? Are you living your dream life or your worry life? Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast, where we will reverse engineer what our wonderful and successful guests have done to create a life that they love. So you can too. Welcome, welcome back everybody to our follow-up show for, now I've got to get her name right because it's a beautiful South American name, but it's Camilla Melendez. So um, Camilla Melendez was with us on Monday and she had a fascinating story about her creative journey. Tell us a bit more about that, Marissa. Hello everybody and welcome once again to this follow-up episode with my dear friend Lisa. Yes, but you know, Lisa, actually, Camila Melendez is in a Spanish name, because here oh. in South America, most likely we have, well, it depends on the of the mixture or where you come from. In Lima, we have lots of um, uh, Spanish names. In, I don't know, maybe Argentina, you have more of a European, more uh, huh. um, of a Polish, Italian name. Yeah, it's really, really weird. Mm. The, the, yeah. See, they yeah, don't know I don't know anything about South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but because, because the funny thing is that Camila lives in Zimbabwe, in Africa. Exactly, and and all I know is that they don't speak Zambia? Spanish. No, sorry, Zambia. Oh my God, we're getting. Zambia, Zambia, from see, you're as bad. She lives yeah, in Zambia. We're bad. Sorry. And and I know that the Brazilians don't speak Spanish because I always thought they spoke Spanish. They speak Portuguese. Now that's really confusing to me that they speak Portuguese and you guys speak Spanish. But there you go. And in Haiti, they speak French. Oh, no, it's even more confusing. <laughs> yeah, and actually, they speak something very hard to understand that's called Creole. Ah. I know because, you know, in American, we kind of handle their calls as well. It's very, very hard to understand. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Well, Amazing. to Camila. Lovely Camila. She's an artist. She's a photographer. She's a stylish director. I don't know if that's, that's right. So you can find her also in Instagram. And she has, she, she's really a very good photographer. I've looked at her profile. It's really good. I love her videos as well. And she kind of has this nice, fresh, young energy, which I love because I think it's very important for us to, to help the young people kind of, or in my experience, I think if they know these things from young age, from the start, it's easier for them to find themselves and create a life they love. Instead of like our generation, for example, that has to go through therapy to get, you know, to heal all these traumas from childhood. Well, at least that's my take or my my goal with my kids. They'll still be wounded anyway, <laughs> but maybe have more tools. Yeah. So, um, so let's look a little bit about what we learned from Camilla um, in talking with her. One of the first things she talked uh, that, that was very specific to her was being a creative. I think that creative people, whether it be artists, writer, writers, um, songwriters, um, musicians, they, they have a particular way of being. And it, it is a different path. Living their dreams as a creative is, is slightly different. Um, she 
she talked about having a roller coaster of emotion, which I think is often the case with the creative because it is yeah. from the feelings and the ups and downs that you create. You know, it, you often inspired by the pain or inspired by the love and the joy, or yeah. that, or you get to see the yin and the yang and the black and the white of that. And it's from the the the, um, the traction between the two that you get to be creative. I mean, like when yeah. you make when you draw something, you can't see white on white; you can only see black on white. So the contrast of life is actually how we make art so having said that you know um she said she she processed emotions and that was one being an artist was one of the ways of dealing with them so that's also being driven to to art being a way to deal with your creativity it's like a way to express that you don't know what to do if you're an artist you have no choice she was almost saying that you know she is driven to create she was born with it there's something that she had within her that she had to do Mm. which that is was, wonderful yeah and it was similar to um which of our guests also is an artist uh well Fab- fabiana yeah. yeah who's a stylist and again that feeling within her of i have to express i have to work with cloth i have to work yeah i have form. to channel this energy otherwise she will cr- i will go crazy which is wonderful because you know the funny thing is that if you have someone that has this creative energy and doesn't channel it they, they can't even get sick because they kind of are always in their head, mm. always in their head. And you kind of feel frustration mm. and that will take you to illness if you don't allow that's that. Very, that's flow. very true. Um, so what can we learn? One of the things that at the very beginning we talked about I, and I noticed um, she said, in the end, it is just you that makes your life. That was one of her statements. Oh, yes. She yeah. said something wonderful that, that you have to have a relationship with yourself. Mm, yes. That really resonated with, with me because I think, and also as women, that we and mothers, for people that can relate or that have to take care of someone else, mm. is very easy to get lost, mm. you know, and it's not about having a little bit of time to do, I don't know, maybe the hairdresser or to go out with friends because people say, I've heard this a lot, oh, you have to take a little time for yourself. So put your kids in, I don't know, send them to with a grandmother or do something and have time for yourself. Mm. But it's not only that, you know, because that's something to do outside of you. Mm-hmm. But having a relationship with yourself is where you know you. How do you feel? How you handle things? What's your character? What's your temper? What do you want to accomplish? What are your flaws? What do you need to work on? You know, that's a relationship with you where you can be in control of your life. But and, and the irony is that control of your life doesn't mean to be manic and wanting to have everything under control. It's just kind of, you may, may relate, Lisa. And, you know, my daughter's been taking writing lessons <laughs> and, yeah, and the thing is that you don't, you can't control the horse, like hold on to it and make it do whatever you want to do. But the control, at least for my an, an expert eye, is that you just hold the reins. Yes. And these very subtle movements that I've, you know, I've seen that they teach her that very subtle movements, and the horse will go wherever you, you know, you move with the horse. You you make 
might explain this right. better. Yes, no, your weight, your weight steers the horse. Actually, people think you pull on the reins and you kick it in the ribs. If you don't, actually, a good rider simply moves in a way that the horse feels compelled to move with exactly. you. Exactly. Yes, and it's like dancing. When you dance with a with the right partner, it used to happen to me. I love dancing, but I was never, I never left myself to be led by the by the <laughs> gentleman. You know, I just, I wanted to lead myself, but you can't. And it's not because I'm a woman or not. It's just because in a in a relationship, in a couple, in a, in a teamwork, there usually might someone have to lead and the other one might have to follow. But that doesn't mean you are a follower. It's just that you are working towards the same goal as a team. Mm. And once you let yourself be led by the partner, then you can do wonderful things. Yes, yes. And yeah, you yeah. haven't relinquished control. You just have to. You've taken control mm -hmm. by letting go. So this is a hard thing to explain, but very wonderful that that um, Camila said, you know. And I think that the the starting point or the first step is having a relationship with yourself. Yes. You won't be able to find answers if you don't know what you're looking for. And and having a relationship with yourself makes you self-aware. And you have to know yes. how you feel before, mm -hmm. you know, so that you can think, well, do I want to feel this way? I mean, if you're not, like people can be depressed or angry and not realize it and just think, well, life isn't working and I, I'm tired and exhausted all the time and not realize they're depressed. Or it's depression, or, yes, or anger, yeah. or they're holding yeah. Anger's a big anger. one. You bite yeah. your tongue, you hold it back, you don't you say- You're going to clench your teeth. You, you know, don't want to irritate have... anybody, but yeah. you more you hold it, the worse it gets. And, and if you don't acknowledge that you're angry, sometimes just saying, actually, that's really pissing me off to somebody. Um, you know, it's, uh, but that takes guts. So to be a fully human being, sometimes you have to actually take risks and be really open. It's not always as easy as we think. So yeah, being no. aware. So at least acknowledging I have things I want to say that I can't say It's a start. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the, the very most important thing about having a relationship with yourself is that you learn to understand your nature. Mm, yeah. So, for example, I this is a very hard work that I had to do for me and to be able to have a relationship with my daughter. Mm. We, I'm a Sagittarius, yeah. and we tend to have to hold on to lots of anger. Why? Because we are, you know, mostly fire. And it's not like we are mad and angry at each other all the time. Is that the anger... It's a reaction that can be out of anything. And I used to think that that was wrong. And it's not that it's right. It's just that it's just a form of a reaction. And you can channel that energy into something else. That doesn't mean fighting, right? Or confronting. Or you can confront someone without fighting. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't know that if I didn't know my, my nature. Mm -hmm. And that, that anger that I still feel today... I just feel it, but, you know, I used to feel that I was wrong and I used to feel guilt and I used to feel bad about it. It's just the way that I'm built. Yes. You know, so if it's I really know that... Guys. <laughs> it's really scary. And you actually haven't seen it, so, you know... No, and she hasn't shouted at me yet. I know I wouldn't want to be shouted at by Marissa. No, no, I can be very scary. But scary imagine point. that on a little girl, in a little five-year-old girl. Yeah, no, I actually so can't that's, be... Yeah. yeah, and and I still feel it, and I used to have, you know, and I've seen, I did the exercise of actually looking at myself in the mirror when this, you know, and I was this enraged person, and I'm also big bone, so, you know, I could have been a character in a scary movie, 
So, but I had to understand my nature and that still happened. And it's going to happen always. It's just that now I kind of channel that rage or I understand that rage. And the moment that I, like, I acknowledge it, it's kind of a, a release, you know? And even if I have to tear up, you know, a piece of paper or maybe I have to just go like this and it just releases. Yeah. And then I can go... So I don't, if I hold to that anger and I want, don't want to feel it because it's bad and it's wrong, then you have it here, you know, yes. running around in your body. Yes. And then you are trying to hold, you, you try to hold on to it so tightly. Then if someone pokes at you, you go. Rawr. Yeah. So, so, I mean, when we're trying to live a life we love, anger obviously in depression, but let's just, we're talking about anger right now. So it's negative emotions and not something that you want to be sitting with. Um, mm. what, what, so what's the, an easy way? I mean, so you're, so you're, let me, cause I'm listening to you. I'm trying to make sense and make sure everyone understands what you're saying. Yes. So, saying, so you know, you're doing some sort of physical clearing of your emotion. Mm -hmm. So we can express yeah. it or we could punch a bag or we could rip some paper or we could, Whatever know, jump up and down furiously because it, like that shakes the emotion out of us doesn't it if yeah you, you have to bodies. feel it yeah you have to feel the pain you have to feel the the anger you have to feel the frustration and as we were talking before the show how do you transform that yeah. you know because you we were saying what is it that we were saying you have to be sure of yourself yeah no what i was saying yes but along these lines was um we have to be certain, we have to believe in ourselves enough to be able to move forward. And, that, and and that's easy when you're feeling okay. You don't have to be feeling great, but when you're feeling okay, you're like, oh, I can do this. And you can like read a positive book. You can listen to a podcast like this. You can go for a run and you can get the dopamine in your head and you're all feeling good and then you can do it. But there yes. are times, and, and I have them every now and again, and I had one last week, it was a bad week for all of us last week, where I didn't feel I could even do that. I couldn't listen to the podcast. I couldn't read the book. I didn't have the feeling that I could make myself go running. And and then I felt like I really hated myself. And, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm people sort of, I have friends who go, like, God, Lisa, you're so inspiring. But you know what? I am human and I have shit moments, basically, sometimes where I am metaphorically lying on the floor. And when... And, yet, and this is when we need the tools most because you can't go from floor to joy. You have to go floor to a little bit above the floor to a step above that to a step above that. You can't, well, you can. I, I know you're going to say that you actually could go from, from rubbish to joy, but it's, it's not so easy. Like it's easier to go little incremental um, cases. So how, what tools like do you have? like a training process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what tools do you have for people who are, you know, they're aware that they're angry, they're aware they're upset or they're lost depressed and they need to just shift that quickly. You know, what, what can we have, what we have available to ourselves? Well, it's, thank you for that question, Lisa, because it's really, really important <clears throat> because there are lots of things that you have to do if you want to, of course, you don't have to do anything, but you, you know, you know what I mean? If you want to change it, I mean, you might want to, and sometimes it's appropriate to say angry, person. yes, sometimes so, yeah, the first step is to actually acknowledge it. Mm. You know, once you know that you are going through something, you are going through depression or you are going through, you know, you are not depressed or you are not anxious because, you, you know, you try to say that you, I am, 
when you use the word the, the I am, it's on, it has to be only for positive things. So you are going through depression or you're going through an anger or a rage uh, outburst or whatever. That's the first step to acknowledge and to accept that you have this. Right. I did have to accept that my nature was fire and yeah. fire was expressed in anger, but also fire is creativity. Mm. So it's a good idea to kind of investigate a little bit, read a little bit. You might not understand it first, but then if you connect with that, you will start receiving lots of information about what this is. So once you've done that, you've acknowledged it, you have to work, as I said, to accept it. This is how you are, you know? I have brown hair, and even if I dye it blonde as many times as I want, I will st it will still grow black. Well, yeah, you know? I have brown eyes and you know, it doesn't matter how perfect and expensive or amazing my contact lenses are, my eyes are always going to be brown. Maybe the next lifetime I'll change it, but now. <laughs> so you have to accept it. Once you accept it, you have to learn to love it mm. Mm. because that's the way it is and that's what you've got. And, uh, the, if and that's might hard. Kind of that's the hard bit. Yes, it is. Because you have, how do you do that? How do you do that? So I actually had to do a very hard analogy, and I hope this doesn't come out wrong. But how do, I had this client once, beautiful person, and she had, you know, image issues. And I told her, so if you go to the fire, to the burnt, um, what's it called? Um the burned area and the hospital it's not area it's uh the wing of you know the people that had had burn burn stuff. unit burns unit we call it here burns burn unit, unit. Yeah. yeah and they're disfigured or someone that doesn't have a limb or yeah. someone that is overweight or something that or someone that has a, a humongous star is that person not still beautiful so they are but they went they went they will feel that they're not quite often exactly so how do you teach i would i would ask my clients so how do you teach that person that they should feel beautiful if you exactly. don't do it yeah so exactly. beauty is not on your face beauty comes within when you feel love for yourself and on top of that you can have aesthetics you know something that looks nice or something that you don't like so much it, that doesn't mean that it's ugly it means that you don't like it. That's yeah. it. So, and that's what I teach my kids, for example. Beauty, if you have someone that's beautiful, but it's a horrible person, that's not beauty, mm -hmm. right? Beauty has to be a combination of both. Yeah. So when you feel the love for yourself, and when you do that, you want to take care of yourself, mm. right? So it might not mean makeup, but it might mean health, eating healthy, or doing exercise, yeah. right? Yeah. Or might be, I don't know, something little twitches or that you love your hair. It doesn't mean that you have to go to the hairdressers every week and look wonderful. It just means that you love your hair as it is. Yes. So you love it so much that you take care of it. Yes. So that's what beauty means for me, right? So I, I had this uh, session with this lady, with this, this person, and she kind of was able to finally see that. So if you have this nose, this mouth, this body, this characteristic, but you don't love them, that's not beauty because beauty will come within, mm -hmm. right? So you are beautiful. 
I am beautiful. So I have to look at my at myself in the mirror with all the things that I don't like them, mm-hmm. that I don't like about me, and love them, accept them as they are. Yeah. So because I, that's I, the body I've been. Of course, I can I can shape it and I can I don't know exercise and I will take care of my body if I love it. If I take care of my body, I do exercise and dieting with if, in, in not loving my body, then I'll get a different result. Okay, so let me take that exact example because I think this will reach out to a lot of the audience. Um, so there are people who want to lose weight. Yeah. They do, mm-hmm. but their nature is to not be disciplined, is to have the sadness. They get, they feel sad, they eat. It's a most, yeah. very common one. Depression leads to eat. Yes. They want desperately to lose weight. Yeah. So how do you break that cycle like the person has a dream they have a want they have a desire but their own nature stops them are you saying they accept their nature i'm confused yes exactly that because you that's 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 so important about what camila says have a relationship with yourself because if you are more apprehensive that means that you usually people usually in my experience i don't want to i'm not an expert on that so just mm-hmm. the experience that i have with the people we're just that taking I have, an example yeah we're yeah, just not talking my example as well when you are more um there are two things you are more apprehensive and then you have a void that you want to feel and you feel want to fill that void <laughs> with food and also any other something, any other thing that can be addictive. So you want to feel that void. So, and you don't want to feel the pain. So what do you do? You trick yourself into something that gives you pleasure. But pleasure, I don't know, food, drink, drug, whatever, because you don't want to feel the pain. And that is the problem. So when you have a relationship with yourself and you know that you are maybe more sensitive than the other person next to you that is more logical, mm-hmm. right? And you feel anxious about something. And you have to transform that anxiety into something productive. How is it? Because it's, every, you can find that information anywhere, but how do you do it? First of all, the work doesn't start there in that moment. Mm-hmm. So in the moment that you have the, the biscuit in front of you, is that, that it's not where it starts. Mm-hmm. It starts before when you you understand your nature Mm -hmm. and then you understand that you have created a bond from the feeling of emptiness Mm -hmm. to food yes so that's it so again that's the self-awareness part to realize that you're not you're not like a greedy guzzler but that you have this pattern that's created Mm -hmm. mentally you've made the association an unhealthy one but you have to so so again know yourself know why it's there because that also make gives you a little bit of control you then you're at least at choice you can say like oh i have this problem okay that doesn't that is not enough to then fix it but it's the beginning so that's what you're saying no, but you it's start. the beginning because yes. then you at least how i did it is you start when you are aware of how you handle things then you can change it so oh my god how am i going to ever going to stop eating if i enjoy it so much mm. If it feels so good, why is it wrong? Oh, because it's pleasure. And you, you in life, you are meant to have pleasure in lots of things. But when you are, <clears throat> when you have a void, it's kind of addictive. 
Mm. But then when you are full of yourself, mm. then you, well, is that how you say you're full of your, your, uh, you're, you're whole, not full whole. of yourself, yeah, but you're, you're whole, whole and yes. complete. <laughs> yes, complete, complete is a good word. Yeah, then you have this amazing ecstatic experience. Mm. And that is how you feel love, how you feel acceptance, how you feel kindness, kindness mm. which is completely different than pleasure. Yeah. It is complete. And it's overwhelming that, that feeling, that sensation of love. So, once you've noticed that you have a different a relationship and association with food or whatever it is, or uh, that is, I don't know, maybe when you feel sad, you have to go to bed and, you know, stay there and do nothing and just feel the pain and cry. It's okay. Then you shift that relationship first. Okay, so what is it that I want? Why do I need, why do I have this emptiness? Why do I, have, because that, nothing will feel it nothing will ever help you fill that void so you transform you can go through therapy if you want to and find the reason for that you can if you don't there are people that need that that closure there are people that don't need that so once you've accepted and acknowledged that you can transform it so for example for me i'm working on the that food it's um a source of energy it's healing, you know, and I can, I, I, when I feel anxious, I don't need food. I can control it. So when I start to feel this and I've noticed because, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock in the morning and I start to feel anxious. Oh, I need a chocolate. I need a chocolate. I've, we've mm -hmm. talked about this. Mm -hmm. I need something that cuts this off. So I don't feel it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I realize, oh my God. Of course, I'm going to eat lots of chocolate. Mm. So then I twist and said, no, I don't need it anymore. I don't need the chocolate. I can handle it myself. Because from the moment that you feel that until the actual action, it will take some time. Until right. I finish job and go get it, until I finish something and go buy it. Or even if I'm in my room and I go to the kitchen to eat it. Yeah, you mean like you don't te you don't tend to live with a pile of chocolate by your right hand, basically. So there is an yeah. opportunity for you to catch yourself. Yes, oh. even if you do, even if you do have the, the pile of chocolate right there. <laughs> yeah, and the th that's the funny thing that the idea is that you change that programming in your in your head. So now, because I started to realize how how I was always that was it, it becomes a habit. So you always, when you feel this, boom, this is a solution. You feel this, boom, this is a solution. So yeah. when you feel this, oh, this is not the solution. Now the solution is this. I can handle it. Yes. The yes. chocolate doesn't own me. I own myself. And I choose. It's a practice, obviously. You know, so once you've decided that, that will change. Because what, does, what happens when you, with your thoughts, they influence your behavior. So once you've changed that habit, once you've changed the source of it, what will happen? A change in behavior. Yes. So you start to change that behavior. You might not do it automatically or you might not be successful all the times, but you start to change the behavior because then now you have a choice. So it's not that you can't do it. So that's one of actually the first exercise I do in therapy. I train people to change I can't to I don't want to. Because when you can't, there's, it's limiting you're not able to do it when you don't want to it's a choice 
right? So I always do that. From now on, I want you to delete from your vocabulary, I can't. That phrase doesn't exist. Mm. You, I don't want to. And then a week later, people come and say, oh my God, because why? You've noticed that there are so many things that it's not that you can't do them. It's that you don't want to, but you haven't accepted it. So you go to the excuse that you don't want to, do you can't. Yeah. Does that make sense, right? It does make sense. And I, I just want to pick up on something you said there where you were talking again about the chocolate. The problem with when the moment you say, you start thinking, I mustn't, I can't, I mustn't eat it, I won't eat it. You become obsessed with yeah, and you have that the thing. And, yeah. and, and what do you do? You're focusing on not eating chocolate and your brain does not recognize the not it doesn't yes. recognize that it just goes i something chocolate and that always means i think of chocolate even if you say i hate chocolate i mustn't eat chocolate chocolate makes me fat chocolate is bad it just hears chocolate 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 and then do you think you're going to be able to stop eating chocolate when you keep t talking about chocolate you have to you have to fill that gap with something else you and, have to and i a quick funny story is um, when i did my nlp certification we you kind of can brainwash that you can actually program yourself in a matter of minutes maybe half an hour or less maybe 10 minutes yeah. and we did this thing because i was a, i was addicted to chocolate buttons and uh, little chocolate buttons little thing we have in england <laughs> excuse yeah. me and they're very easy to, and they're quite fattening so um we did this thing where i implanted in my own taste buds the idea that chocolate buttons tasted of liver now i hate liver liver is a meat i don't eat meat anyway but like it's a particularly hard kind of meat for me i hated it and so i would taste i i linked it through a process you can do an nlp i linked the chocolate buttons with liver and it didn't last forever because eventually your brain sort of overrides but for seven or eight months I could not think of a chocolate button without tasting liver in my mouth. And then I did, like, ugh, I didn't want chocolate buttons. Oh, my buttons. God. That's you so literally good. seven or eight months. And then one day, it had just got a little bit weird. And I had let myself have And then I broke, I broke like, the protection. I, I, I broke the, the system. Yeah, but it's but, still because you, you still had a choice. Because then yeah. now, for example, it's not like I don't eat chocolate. I love it. But now I eat it when I enjoy it. And I don't have to binge on it. Yeah. Right. And there might be a day that I kind of feel like I'll do it and I'll do it anyway, because the, pro the thing is that you have to accept the things that you like, accept the things that you do and take ownership and responsibility. So I couldn't <laughs> go ahead and keep thinking that I'm fat or that I don't look well if I keep doing the same thing. And I've heard this everywhere. Every author, yes. but I didn't know how I did. I heard I had the knowledge, that, but I didn't actually. Um, Understand, understood it quite in 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 a, in a practical way right. until I finally realized of that thought, that pattern that I went through. So I had to change the pattern. And again, you've done it. You've heard it from every coach out there, every author out there. But how? In my case, it was like this. I kind of all of a sudden go this. Oh my God, of course. How am I going to stop this if this is the only thing I think of? So I had to reprogram. So when I, at my, I feel anxious, I go, I can handle it. Because obviously the first step is going to be, I need something, something to cut this, right? And I will go, okay, no, I can handle it. I don't need anything. I can do it myself. Okay, I, I want to just take exactly the same example now, apply it to money. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people listening, we've got COVID, people have lost their jobs, they've lost their minutes, they've used their savings. They, uh, I think America is on mortgage hold at the moment. England's on mortgage hold in some places. People, landlords can't throw you out yet. But we're, we're all not breathing because like, it, literally, I was in COVID, but 
but the world in in many parts is is just waiting because there will come a point where they think things are okay and all the people who we owe money to are going to be able to claim it so i think all of us, to some degree, literally everyone on the planet has probably got some financial concerns right now. Oh, yes, of course. So this is so, so <laughs> chocolate and financial concerns, but they are the same. Like, so, so yeah. how, because people are going to be worrying. So if you worry about I shouldn't eat chocolate, it's going to make me fat and make me ill. It's the same thing as worrying. I'm not going to have enough money to pay my bills, pay my mortgage, pay my rent. How, so it's a slightly more, so the same principle. Can you explain to our viewers how we apply the same thing to that principle? Yes, of course. It's a wonderful question, Lisa. And, and thank you for that, because it's, this is going to be also very useful. You have to connect to the opposites. So when you have money problems, you are missing what? Money. <laughs> Abundance problem. <laughs> no, you're missing money. And missing money and not having anything, what is it? It's luck. You have nothing. Or you don't have anything in particular. Or you don't have a way. So then you have to connect with abundance. Again, once again, it's everywhere. Abundance, abundance rituals, abundance challenges, abundance, everything. But how? How do you actually do it? Well, I had this little, yeah, I had this little exercise because, you know, I always thought that I loved myself when I didn't. I always thought that I felt abundant when I didn't actually. I had the knowledge, but, you know, it's like reading about riding a bike. You have all the knowledge, but until you ride a bike, you won't experience the you know, the need to to acquire balance and to be actually able to push yourself through. And riding a horse, exactly. So you can't exactly. learn to ride a horse from a book. Yeah. Exactly. So in all this reading and investigation and, and everything else, I did a 21-day challenge of abundance. And uh, this, uh, this guy, I don't remember his name right now. I'm sorry for that. Um, he made us on the first day or the second day burn money. So I said, oh, how silly. What a ridiculous exercise. Oh, of course I can do it. So he said that you have to burn an amount of money that you feel comfortable losing. So in a sense, if I were to burn, a, I don't know, $1 bill, oh, come on, that's ridiculous. Because you know you can't, you can't you know, get rid of $1. If you were to burn $1,000, oh, come on, you would really feel very anxious because that's a lot of money for some people. So an amount of money that you can handle either way, that you can handle to lose and that you, you also appreciate. Yeah. So in that moment, what I had, I think I had, I don't know, maybe a $20 bill. And but still $20. And, you know, in my currency, it's three times that. Yeah. So it's still money. You can still do something with $20. So it's, that was the idea that I kind of, you know, can let it go, but it also useful. That's something yeah. that you're comfortable with. Yeah. So can you have to roll it into a thing, you know, little, and then you have to light it up. Oh my God, the feeling, the fear, because, you know, the idea is that you, you kind of have to be aware of the reaction. And I noticed that my fear of burning that note was to lose it, you know? So that is the, that is, and what is that? That is a lack mentality. Yeah, but you're definitely. always afraid of losing money. Yep. <laughs> so, how can that bring you abundance if exactly. you're afraid of losing people money? Are, people are going to be afraid to lose. They've lost. Afraid to lose more. They're afraid of not being. I mean, exactly. Speak on. Exactly. So, I had to, you know, see the money burn, 
and see, oh my God, so how am I going to cope with this? What does this mean? How do I transform this feeling of, of utter fear? And that's what, what he goes on with the, with the, the next day is how we've created this society on the idea of money. That money, we need money for everything. But the most important thing is that the, the most important things are free. That's one part. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. But the other thing is that money is just a symbol. Because what I burned was just paper. Just paper yeah. that we've decided that it has a value. And we've given it that value. Yeah, got it. Yeah, so, but it could be $20, it could be 20 ren, it could be 20 soles, it could be, you know, whatever the currency is, but it's just paper money. Before it goes through the machine, it's just paper. Yes. So it's just a symbol. Yes. And then I was reading this wonderful book called, um, oh my God, what's the name of this book? Almost Homo sapiens? Yes. And the first currency humans had was salt. Hmm. And then it was uh, shells or shells first and then salt. Yes, yes. And then it was gold. And then it was money. So these are all material things. So it's like trying to convince someone or and now we have Bitcoin. Yes. Right, the thing that you, that you believe in. So it's trying to, you know, trying to make, how do you make someone believe that shells is money, is currency? You have to give it value. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. But then, and it keeps going. How do you measure how love feels for someone? How do you measure when you smile and feel happy? Right? So having a dollar bill. Uh, right. So, and do you follow? Am I making sense? Yes, I follow so far. Yep. So what is it that you like about money? the paper no or where you are able to get what you're able to get exactly so that is not exchange. money what you can exchange it for it's a value exactly. of exchange exactly so yeah yes for though then the value is not on the money yeah. the value is in what you'll get so it can either be an experience right like a trip because when you go on holiday what is it that you value the sheets that you're sleeping on the nice hotel or the experience yeah the whole experience yes so if you are like karina for example in a crappy hotel with rats imagine that mm. and you choose to see it as an amazing learning experience yeah or if you are in a five seven star hotel in dubai for example that costs yeah. i don't know twenty thousand dollars a night yeah. and you feel crappy because you don't value it yeah then is it money it's not money no. because you can have yeah so what the money gives you is options yes right so the idea is that when you connect with you and you feel whole and you understand that you are giving a symbol the value that you are giving the value you can give value to anything i get that I get I'm gonna i'm gonna come back at you because i'm sure some of our audience might if they were here so i'm going to represent i think some of the Yes. So, and the idea is that you connect with abundance. So then if you feel whole 
And you know that it's beyond the money. It's the feeling, the sensation, the connectivity, the accomplishment. Then you feel whole. So you're you're saying the separation. So you're, you're looking at how you feel is the value is 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 what we're trying to attain. Because yes. money just gives us something that we value, and and you can actually attain the feeling regardless of whether you're in the rat-infested hotel in Spain, as Karina was, or the seven-star hotel in Dubai. Dubai, yeah. Um, okay, I get that. I'm cool okay. with that. Okay, but feelings don't pay the rent. Feelings. But feelings, yeah. But Oh, very good question, Lisa. That's why I love when we do this together. <laughs> but when you feel whole... What you that the 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 aroma, the vibration, the what you are throwing into the universe is that you have everything that you need. Is that you anything that you want, you will get. Right? That is your feeling, that is the vibration. And what does the universe have to do? Give it to you. Give it to you. Okay, now that's where the now that's where. Now, that little bit is the key. Yes, but because that, it's different, because it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. And if you let me, after your question, no, I'll answer. No, I'm just going to say, so, but that's where a lot of people will stop. They won't even listen to you anymore because they'll be like, yeah, but I don't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So that means, I don't believe that. I mean, like, I'd like to believe that. But you know exactly. what? I, I can't be whole because I'm worried about the kids' school fees and I'm worried about my home and I'm worried about the, the vet's fees or whatever. Yeah. So stop there. So how do we... Okay, so we've got to get people to, to listen on and say... Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, I would like people to question it and not believe it. Why? Because they have to do their process. Okay. They have to do their process until there is a glimpse of a, of a little opportunity or idea that there might be something in what I'm saying. At the maybe. The maybe. Yeah, that maybe. maybe they're wrong when they say, I can't do that. It can't, it's exactly. Not because, you know, the idea is that it's not what I am saying. I found it in my way. And it was written in every book, in every self-development book. But I wasn't able to make it happen until I opened myself to the possibility. And then it came my version. How? Because the idea, and obviously the, the biggest... Um, the biggest uh, goal with this podcast is that if you are living a wrench in a wretched place, in, a, in an awful place, and you find a way to love that, whatever it is, you are abundant. Because, and, and, and that will start to grow because your vibration, the chemical, the physical, the, the, elect, the electricity in your brain, right, will send a frequency. That's like your aroma. That's like your, um, your signature. And you will start to emanate that. And people might feel, oh, that's ridiculous. But it's very similar as, as, a, as a sound wave. You know, sound travels mm -hmm. through, through a space. Yes. Right? Because it resonates. It makes the oxygen or whatever it is in, space, in the air resonate. Right? And, uh, and it can even be transformed into a signal into an image like we're watching now. So it's just an electromagnetic sign, right? Yeah, I'm and then, yeah. Exactly. And then the moon, the magnetism of the moon influences the, um, the ocean, right? Yeah. So it is mainly physics. And why I saw this, this 
uh, TED talk, I think, or, or YouTube interview, I don't know, of this lady, a Guatemalan lady. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name, but I do have the video, so I will try to find it and, I don't know, maybe post it on the yeah, notes. I think the show notes, yeah. Yeah. You'll have to remind me of that, please. Okay. And she, was, she had a tra very traumatic experience when she was young. And after she started developing this, this work, obviously, she, she helped lots of people. But then she met this little old lady. Little old lady, just, she, was, she was in a wheelchair and she was alone. So she had someone help her for, from the government or the community or whatever. And she lives in this very tiny apartment, was very, very humble, but she had it the best that she could. And she was always with this amazing smile. So this lady, the, the, the um, interviewer or, or the mentor goes, how do you manage to do it? And she said, well, I have everything I need. I, ha I can breathe. I'm alive, I can wake up today, that's all I need. And she was beaming with energy, right? So this lady was so surprised. She believes that. She's happy where she is, right? So it doesn't matter what she has. She's happy where she is, so she's at peace. And maybe she's decided to, that's it. And her feeling of peace is all that she required. Maybe she's a master. Maybe whatever mission in her life, she was maybe meant to teach her, to teach that mentor that. Or maybe she's had, I don't know, maybe a hundred lives and she needed to learn humility. I have no idea. But the thing is that she was so happy with where she was. And that in itself is abundance. All right? Got it. There's one more. Okay. Because I have another question. But yes, do, do, do. Ask the question. Okay. So... I got that. That makes perfect sense. And I really get this, like, late, I've met people like that. And I look at them and like, how do you live like that? And they're so happy and they're wonderful. Yeah. And, but they, they don't do anything to change it because possibly they're just, they don't want anything. Yeah. Like we were saying, that guy, remember? That person in the bicycle? Yeah. Exactly. But the moment, so we take this lovely lady, this is a hypothetical lady who's, you know, very happy and she lives in a very tiny house in a tiny flat and she's, she's happy with her life and she sings every day. We hear her, she's our neighbor. She's such a lovely lady. And then one day she finds out that her grandchild is sick and the grandchild needs, um, I don't know, 10,000 pound operation and she doesn't have any money. Now, I'm just saying, so this is what, this, how do people cope with this? Because you're happy, you've got your life worked out, yeah. your life, lovely, everything's lovely. And then suddenly something comes in, a need. A need comes in. This is like, you're not even a dream. You're not like, I want to give my child 10,000 pounds. You're like, my grandchild is going to die. And then how do you not, because now, now we have this sudden emergency, but then how do you not go down the pan? How do you not go, oh my God, how am I going to do it? How oh, do no, most likely you will do it. Most likely you will do it. But then if you are in this higher vibration and you said that um, you've, how do you say it? You've planted the seeds of this wonderful abundance life. Yeah. Most likely someone will help her. Or maybe she'll get the operation for free. Or maybe that's how the universe works. You're always going to get what you need. Maybe, uh, I don't know, a report, uh, the typical, a reporter comes and finds her and then she, it, it, it does a television interview and a news and it's, she's in the news and all these people come and support her. Yes. yes. That's it. Okay. But, we have to you know, have yeah. we have to have faith, yeah. the faith aspect there, isn't there? But that's not faith. You know, once you've achieved that, once you have this peace of mind, then you can believe. Once you believe, you will get proof 
and this little old lady will get this operation for free. Or maybe it does cost, cost $10,000 or pounds or whatever, and everybody will in the community will gather to pay for it, and she'll get the results, right? And that sounds wonderful, and oh, that's a wonderful story, and then she'll be on Oprah or an you know, and things will start to grow well, from that there. That happens to people. I mean, yeah, that happens to people, you know? People. But I mean, then there's another thing, that. yeah, but there's another twist here. You can be abundant and no, no need, um, not need anything like this old lady, right? Yes. But then you can feel abundance and have a good relationship with money. They're two different things. Okay. Because you can have a relationship with money. Once you are in a abundance feeling, then you can want money because you can want options. You can want to have accomplishments. You can have goals. You want to have, you can't want to build a company. You, because millionaires, not at least from the ones I've studied, yeah. that the ones that are true people and then they give back, they don't want to become millionaires because of the money. They don't want to make money. Yeah. They want to build Sorry, something. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. They want to build something. They want to build a service or a company or an, uh, an idea or something. And that will bring them into money. So it's, it's, two, diff it's two different things. So yes. these sensations of abundance, you can feel abundant and don't want any money. And be that person on a little bike that wants to have adventures. You want to be, you can be, um, how do you call these people that after school go traveling with Anything that you have in their backpack? A gap year, we call it over here. The yeah, no, uh, yeah, a backpacker. So you can be happy with that. Yeah. You know, and there are other people that won't even think of travel if don't, they don't stay on a five star hotel and travel business class. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that whichever road you choose, you have to be happy. You have to be connected. You have to feel abundant. You have to love it. So I'm I, I'm going to I'm going to challenge our listeners on this one. Mm -hmm. So I I want if you're listening and you've listened to this carefully, um, write in, call us. Um, actually, we need we need like a get like a voicemail set up. Well, I can get that sorted. So you can leave us messages. It's like really easy if you don't want to write in. And then yeah, we can, like in the in the fan page in the Facebook page. Yeah, and we, we can, can message us. Voicemail, yes. we'll set one up. Yeah, we don't have it yet, but we'll get that sorted. But in the meantime, email us or contact us on on the dream team fan page or whatever or wherever you find us in that show notes um what does this what are you struggling with right now so if you're listening what where where does this if you're listening to this and you're going yes but where's the exactly. but yeah. uh -huh. because we want to know because this you won't be if somebody if you're brave enough to live us a message we'll know that you'll be speaking for thousands of people that probably have exactly yes. the same but Yes, and actually helping lots of people that don't want to, yeah. that don't uh, are brave, not brave, but they don't have that yeah. desperate mode. <laughs> exactly, because the better we understand um, everyone's, where, where this isn't landing or where, or where people are stuck, the more we can work to find better tools to, to get people unstuck. Yeah, that's to make more, yeah, to make um, me, it more applicable to other people. Yeah, so yeah, because it, I don't have the answers. I just have my experience. 
But the more we, the more of other spirits we have, because it's like, it's almost like putting together, like, it's almost like a bit of a mastermind. Like, we're all in this life together. We're all advancing. We're all souls on a journey, you know, and the, you know, our journey is thousands of years before the home, the human race disappears yet, hopefully. So um, there's a lot more for the human race to learn and for our souls to come and go. So no matter what you believe or whether you believe this is it and right now, you know, if you're living and breathing today, life's not over yet. So... Um, do do write in. Let us know what you think. Um, let us know your feelings, your thoughts, where you're stuck, or or whether this is hitting home. Uh, comment us on Facebook, you can, on Instagram, yes. the Dream Team Academy, um, or the Dream Team Life on Facebook. I've just changed the page to the Dream Team Life instantly. I managed to finally get it to change. It was like stuck. Facebook problems. Um, so the Dream Team Life on Instagram. The Dream. It's actually the Dream Team Academy because we couldn't get the Dream Team Life there. But um, but yeah. But the, or email us wherever. Yes. Let us know how this is sitting. I know. Tell us your stories. You know. Let us know if you are somebody who is sitting there going, I I know I hear you, but I can't get my head around the fact that I don't know how I'm going to keep my house next 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 month when they you know, change the laws, or whatever. Um, yeah, we we want to. We we would love to have you come on the show and see if we can do some coaching with you. Yes, um, but, but there's also a key ingredient to that, Lisa. If you are brave enough to contact us, you have to be brave enough to do the work. Yeah. yeah. So if you come here and just complain, you know, even that it's, it's okay because we'll, it'll challenge us and we'll help someone else. But if you really want to transform, you have to be willing to put in the work. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be hard. It can be very simple. But if you really, really want to achieve something, you will have to do the work. And that is it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a transforming, wonderful experience and you will never be able to go back to your previous life. I can testify for that. Again, I'm still, I'm still in process, guys. You know, no, um, you're I'm doing not, great. I'm not, I'm not as uh, ethereal as Marissa. But no, well, actually, I'm, I'm, I, I need to be grounded to be able to do this work because... Yeah. You know, it's you can't let your ego get in the way in my case. So I had to learn to manage my ego and to understand that I don't have the answers. The answers are within me for my life. The answers are within Lisa for her life. And it's going to take her journey in her own time. And I have to respect that. And it's going and to be our listeners. The listeners, the answers are within you. Yes. What, what any, and this is the difference between, it's like this is where coaching is very, it's such an amazing tool because a good coach helps you find the answers within you. Yes, because then you won't need that coach anymore. Once you tap into that, then you can transform anything that you want to. Not anything that you have to, anything that you want to transform, and then you'll be empowered yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, well, we, we kind of went off on a, an interesting tangent, but it was pretty much... Uh, well, thanks to Camille's interview, because she, uh, she kind of does that, you know? Yeah, she, she kind she of goes that. Yeah, kind of goes through her own struggle and does that transformation and, and creates wonderful things through her art. So, yeah. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Camilla. And I mean, Camilla's final... Uh, my my f- summation on Camilla was that she said, basically, follow your dreams trust yourself know yourself trust yourself yeah. be true to yourself be be stronger than you think 
She said, you are stronger than you think always, no matter you what. Have to believe that, yeah. Believe in yourself. Um, have faith and hope is what we've just been talking about. But, you know, and if you if you can't, I have a little thing, borrow someone else's belief, but that's a, that's something else what you'll hear me say quite a lot of times. She did say it's never easy. And, and that's where people think, well, it's not easy, therefore it must be wrong. No, even the right path can be very difficult sometimes. Um, but if you make the effort, she said, then you will get what you want. And I think there aren't any successful people whether what whatever you, however you judge that success whether it's financially successful relationship success family success or yeah. just peace of mind success mm-hmm. yeah. you will say it was no, none of them will say it was easy none of them will say it was like a straightforward easy easy path they'll all tell you it was up and down but they wanted it it was valuable to them and they persevered and so that's very much um i think was that's the mate what um camilla was saying and then she lives on this wonderful path on how to you know use the principles of manifestation and changing your energy and everything the marissa i mean there's so much gold in what marissa's been talking about today so you, i hope you've been you. taking notes go listen to it if you didn't go back play the podcast yeah. again well, take more now yeah. play it again take well, more yeah and share with your friends because they might have some other take on what i'm saying or some other experience that maybe you know maybe it's not what i say but if you share with someone else and they have a, a chat or an opinion maybe that is the opinion that you will listen and you will resonate with. And we were just the, you know, the um, the connector. Exactly. Brilliant. Right. That's all, guys. Again, thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, subscribe, review, shout out, come to our fan page, The Dream Team Life on Facebook. Go to The Dream Team Academy on Instagram and or connect with us on LinkedIn. Both Marissa, Marika, Lisa, Hamill Smith, all the information is at the bottom of the show notes. We will see you guys next time for our next adventure on living a life you love. Thank you for watching. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dream Team podcast. You can catch Lisa and Marissa every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and review and dream on.